It worked. It worked. Okay, what's going it on? It worked. All right. So, what's up? What's up? What's up, y'all? What's Welcome on, to y'all? the Loveness Podcast. I am your lovely host, Jill, and I have my. I am your lovely host, Jill. I'm so happy that you guys are watching this now. Okay, officially watching. You are officially, officially watching. Watching. You talked okay. about it. It came. It came. And it's we happening. Are, we are watching. I mean, you guys are watching. It's happening. Okay, so. This episode in particular is about, um, okay, it is about uh, expectations versus reality, okay, and how that relates to the intimate world of relationships. Here go, here we are. This is who we are here. This is who we are be hearing on the track, okay? So, um... If you're a part of Patreon, we recently shared <laughs> we recently shared our first like sensual parody. Oh video. yeah, it was great. It was great. And basically, it was talking about the expectation versus the reality of today's trending topic, butt stuff. <laughs> so, um, in this, you know, basically, we kind of we wanted to make a joke out of it, to mm-hmm. be honest, but. Definitely. Um, I think it's a really great conversation that needs to be had because I think a lot of relationships, a lot of couples um, need to have this conversation about expectations and reality, you know, versus what they're actually getting in their relationship, especially in their sex life. Mm-hmm. Um, so, babe, I would love to know, like, um, okay, am I giving what I was supposed to give? So I know. Um, <laughs> your expect. Wow. Your expectation. Um Versus your reality when it comes to our intimate life, like we can get transparent. I'm not, you know, we can, we can, we can get transparent. I'm over here playing, playing. What, what, what do you okay? Yeah, Distracting. Okay, let me get this light together, y'all, so we can look brown so and catch this melanin. It's really just the sun behind it, us, is. which isn't really the sun. It's just overcast behind us. So forgive us for this glare. But um, okay, yeah, I would love to hear. Okay. What was the question? I'm sorry. So basically, you know, as far as expectation versus reality, why mm-hmm. are you showing? They can do that. Um, expectations versus reality and your intimacy. Mm-hmm. So like, I guess like, you know, what was your expectation for your intimacy when it came to marriage, being married or just in a relationship in general versus what you're actually living? Um, I think that my... But my my expectation of of what I thought is exactly what I pretty much got. So it's like it's it. I can't really say like, oh yeah, I wish I had less of this and more more of that, or mm-hmm. per se, because I I kind of knew what I was. Sorry. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay, because I kind of knew I was. I knew I was kind of getting myself in into to something. Right. Much. Okay. And I also, and I'm also a firm believer of. You know, you can pretty much do and get whatever you want as long as that person is truly comfortable. You have that that conversation because everybody isn't fully open to receive, but it's also right. like having that general conversation right. because everything comes from communication. So if you communicate what you really want, I'm quite sure that person can try their 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 best to, you know, give you what you need. I can I can agree with that. I can definitely, um, yeah, I can definitely agree with that. I feel like. I guess for me, like before I was, before we were married, you know, like I feel like our, our, our intimate life 
experienced a lot of transformation just because we were getting used to Mm -hmm. not only coexisting together on like the daily basis, but also, but also, um, learning how to prioritize intimacy and love in spite of what's actually happening in our everyday life. And Mm -hmm. it's like for a while, you know, you know, we first got engaged. I was still working my corporate job. I was still managing talent. (laughs) I was still running a social media business Mm -hmm. on top of doing my healing work um, and my intuitive work. And, you know, I remember us not really having time to just be with each other. Yeah, like to just be with each other. Like, And when we were with each other, I was tired. I was on my phone or I was like mentally preoccupied, you know, like not really in the present moment. And I think that that definitely hit us, you know, like, you know, it it definitely hit us. But she almost got left. Um, but you know, I, we ended up having a conversation. I ended up making some really, you know, some choices that were meant that I needed to make for myself, um, just to get more grounded and more present with my personal life. And then from there, things still go, still looks kind of rocky just because we were transitioning and we were growing together. Mm -hmm. But we also, um, you know, for a while, like, like when I'm stressed, baby, there is no no sex okay like when i if i feel pressure if i feel like discomfort discomfort you know any type of discomfort with life i definitely my libido is like what is that okay because all of my creative energy my sensual and sacral chakra energy is going into solution-based thinking Mm -hmm. it's going into creating solutions and outcomes and all this stuff rather than just really being in a space um, of present, present love. Um, And I remember Derek telling me like, babe, like you, I don't even feel like we, I know you for real because we haven't, we haven't really had no time together. And, you know, listen, I am, uh, I am, what's a, what's a good way to describe it? Because my intentions are never to hurt people or to make people feel like I'm isolating them. Um, I often, I often take offense. Like, how mm-hmm. could you say that? Like, <laughs> how could you say that after all I'm going through? Like, that's literally like who I can be sometimes. Um, and I just remember Derek just being like, just hear me out. Just let me get this off my chest. Just let me tell you how I feel and how I've been feeling. Mm-hmm. And we can course correct. Like, I'm not saying I hate you or I don't want to be with you or I don't love you, but you know, I don't feel like your partner. I feel like you're a roommate. And when he said that, I was just like, fuck. Like, <laughs> I was literally just like, fuck. Like, what? What? Like, okay, well, I don't want that. You know, I don't want you to feel like a stranger in your own home or with your own woman. Like, so I started to do work. You know, I started to really like you know, really focus and work on my mental health and stop allowing situations that I can't control take over most of my life and in my brain space and my creative energy because it pulls me away from, you know, my love. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, like, like how, like, I guess like, what was it, was it hard for you to like share that 
Because I feel like that definitely attests to like the expectation. Like your expectation think, when you go into a relationship is like it was, the thing is, listen, it was. I want my baby here. My baby gonna be. Here. I mean, true. It was, <laughs> it was never hard saying it. It was just honestly figuring out the the main reason why I was feeling how I was feeling because mm-hmm. a lot of. You know, a lot of people, they feel certain ways and they're like, I just want to start an argument over mm. what, whatever. And the root of it is X, Y, and Z. If the root of so, it is because you feel neglect. Right. So I had, to, I had to really figure out what X, Y, and Z was. Right. So it was just like, once I figured that out, I was like, hmm, you know, when this person isn't here. And like, and usually like when somebody isn't around you, like how to, how they usually are you. Yeah, I, I, I know. It's, 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 it's fine. It's <laughs> what fine. is happening? I was messing with it in the camera doing, doing this earlier. <laughs> but, um, but when you... When you have like kind of like a somewhat of a routine with somebody, and when that when that routine is shifted, it's like what the hell? It's like dang, I, I really want to be with that person. It's like when you working from eight eight to eight to five, eight to six at times, but you know you're getting up at, at five six to get to get re- ready. Usually those are times you know that we will you know have a little little bit of time together. But when it's like you you got to do this, you got to do that, you got to do that. And then on top of that, you managing talent. So as soon okay, as and I still got to come home and be a fiance or and, a wife because I got to cook, I got to clean. And then when you but the thing is, it, it was there was never any time for the last part because you know most of your most of your 24 hour days are consumed being 18 hour days working for working and doing right, something for, for somebody else. The and then when you get home, you know, I, I literally get the scrap. So it was just like me realizing that I'm not a scrap person mm. and I deserve better. And if I don't get better, I'll go get it somewhere else because I know that I'm a genuine good, good person. And it, it would be hard to, but also knowing that I can't live my life under somebody else's shadow. That's right. also under somebody else's shadow. Cause oh. now I'm lost. <laughs> so, so it's just, it was just knowing, knowing that and realizing that, I'm gonna put us out to it, whether we be together or, or not, but I can't, right. I, I can't continue that. True. Yeah. I can't continue this, this circular story. So and it's this circular race. So it was just kind of coming to that to that realization and just letting you know, like basically it was it was a final straw thing for me. It was like I'm I'm not being nice. I'm I'm gonna tell you how I exactly He was still nice though. You were still very considerate I mean, I'm gonna be, of my feelings. I mean being considerate me, and being nice are two different I'm things. I'm dramatic. So but it was just so like it was like <laughs> But it was just like I'm gonna tell you how I feel and not to say that you gotta change it, but you know, the, these things have to be changed. And if they're not changed, I'm I'm out of here. That was me. <laughs> oh thank you. But no, I I definitely okay, and I when I realized it too, I was just like okay, like what what has changed? Because my my husband, he's definitely his love language is definitely touch and quality time, and if either of those are out of whack, it's like you don't let me know where. <laughs> okay, period. Oh my god, I tell you, it reminds me of those meet the those reels and TikToks that I'm seeing right now. Everybody like packing their stuff and leaving, and it's like, where are you going? It's like I'm leaving. You don't love me anymore. That's not what I said. I said you couldn't have candy after midnight. That's the same thing. Pretty like, much. That's literally how Derek is. Like you know, uh, you haven't touched me, and I ain't get no you. time with you. Oh, what uh, is like, life? You gotta go. You for the streets. Give her back to the. And streets. it's not. It is not just like <laughs> oh, she been gone for a day. It's literally like the pattern of Monday through Friday. No, I'm sorry, Monday through matter Monday through mo- Monday, just constant work. Yeah, constantly Cause doing even, something. Because even on the week weekends, if it wasn't work for a corporate, it was work for talent. And or it spiritual was, work, like I was it was, or something. Or reading. And the or... thing is, I don't, I don't have an issue with, I'm like, I have no problem with self care. Like, go, go ahead, do, do what you have to do, you know, to be- better your, yourself, to make yourself feel whole. However, 
it for me it was like where is the space for me like you know like that, that little that little app that little circle graph mm-hmm. everything had something but it was like it was it was it was like this was it was like point and something. that's crazy because in my in my mind which is like i said expectation versus reality right so my expectation i feel like that i had when i first entered into our relationship even before we were married it was this like you know you can't cage a free, you can't cage a free bird you know mm-hmm. like type of mentality and it's like i get it you know you want your freedom but you also want to be secure at the same time you actually want a cage to come to when you don't feel like being bothered so me recognizing that and being able to identify okay well you know this is where i need to draw back my energy so that way i can allocate that energy to my relationship Mm -hmm. okay let me pull this back a little bit because or create a boundary here so that way this doesn't blend and overlap so much so that way i i feel it's all mixed up and messy you know Mm -hmm. and so um like just i feel like with our relationship just as a a whole we've been able to really like i don't know i feel like we've been really able to I won't say I feel like we're mastering our our intimate story, but like, it's literally like it's an ongoing process. Like it's not any it's nothing that we've mastered. Like we're mastering. It's a it's a story that is still being written. Exactly, and so like every day, you know, I'm personally tapping more into my sensuality. You know, healing my own emotional things that you know are tied to my womb space. Mm-hmm. You know, and Derek, you know, he's he's a a conduit of that type of energy and that type of healing. And it's like, you know, that definitely actually exceeded my expectation because I personally feel like, you know, and I was telling Derek this, like my whole life, I've always, you know, got good, you know, reviews. (laughs) Like, you know, you know, my cat facts is lit, you know? And so it's interesting to be, wow. It's interesting to be in a relationship where a person is used or a person needs physical touch to receive love. And me being such a recluse okay being such a hermit crab where i don't want to touch i don't want to hug i don't want to do any of those things he encourages me to come out of that shell and like he always says like babe whenever we whenever we getting busy whenever we i want you to go crazy i want you to be like release it like literally uh reveal yourself Mm -hmm. like you know that 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 freak that you know you are that you feel you are and that you know to embrace that level of intimacy and to create that fire, that clear channel of energy. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, sex is an energy exchange. Like, and if you're not exchanging the proper, if you're not on the same page as a couple. I just look at it from the standpoint of, I mean, of course that, but I look at it from the standpoint of why, why talk a good game mm-hmm. when at the end of the day, you're afraid to really do it. So it's mm-hmm. just like, don't like and this even goes to people who who who's not a mirror who's been in a relationship for a long long time why are you i'm just asking a general question why are you holding back from somebody that quote unquote loves you and if you think that this person don't love you don't give them that satisfaction of you know that vulnerability of, mm-hmm. of you so don't mm-hmm. even spend the time having sex don't even spend, spend the time even trying to create or trying to Try to you know make it like, make sense, right? Make it make sense, or you know, light light that spark. If you know that at the end of the day, you really not feeling this person. It's just like you just going through the motions, and if you just going through the motions, just 
figure stuff out for you and don't drag that person along or, mm-hmm. right, or don't even have a situation ship where if you don't want to feel alone, I mean, you have to be alone to figure out your, yourself. So you can hear yourself. You right. Know? Like, Cause you're going, because, and really, I feel like that alone time that you're speaking on really helps you identify what your expectations are because sometimes they say like, okay, expectations are a good thing to have, but mm-hmm. we can even say like expectations kind of, are equivalent to standards when it comes to your intimate life, your friendships, your job, your your diet, literally. Like you Everything. have certain level, you have a certain standard that you know that you're worth. Right. And so in knowing that, you know, you make decisions and you choose. So it's like why 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 settle for something that you know at the end of the day really doesn't make you happy? You can try and tweak, but if it's not for you, it's not for you. And I feel like if people aren't willing to adjust, like for example, for you know, with our story, like, you know, me being I'm a I am a recovering workaholic <laughs> and even now it's still, it's, it's, it's hard to not trade my time for money. You know, it's mm-hmm. hard to shift my perspective and, and surrender to receive, you know, it's, it's, it's really hard doing all those things when I'm used to going about making ends me or, you know, making mm-hmm. money a certain way. And so, you know, with, being married and also healing, you know, money wounds, also, you know, healing your inner child and doing all the work that comes with being an adult these days. Um, and just, uh, you know, showing up for yourself. It's like, you know, you have to be able to be vulnerable and you have to be willing to speak your truth and to recognize this is not meeting my standards. This is not meeting my expectations. This ain't lit. Okay. This is not giving what it's but also, but also it's knowing before you even think about getting serious with somebody, these are conversations. These are conversations Period. you really need to have with yourself. Mm-hmm. Like that's why, I, like I told, I was telling her, like when we do something, like having kids to me is very, very important. So mm-hmm. when we we're having like the uh, like the kid conversation, I told her like whatever sex that we have, I want to, well, not I, but we should be able to have a a high standard, mm-hmm. and that's kind of how, uh, well at least for for me, and I could could be wrong, but this is how a relationship should should be like. If my parents, if my parents set this for me, X, Y, and Z, as far as like love, finance, and security, X, Y, and Z, you should feel at that at that same time to where you, when you grow up, you you look at love, you see love, and everything else. So that way, when you go and find love, you know exactly what you're looking for. You are already happy. You just got somebody. To, you just got like a right, plus one, exactly. a little exactly. addition. And that's the thing. Your relationship should always add to it, which is yeah. why you that a long time that you were talking about. That's why you you have that time. You that's have why, that space. That's why I always always find it weird when people say like, yeah, before I met this person, I was so lonely, and it was like, so you put all your happiness and you know everything red flag into <laughs> one person like that. That sounds like that's not like a trauma. That's a trauma bond. That's, like, and that's you should period. definitely find your own you peace before you. I'm sorry, <laughs> but that's that you should really try to find like your own personal happiness and what makes you happy and like all your your own flaws and weaknesses to where it's like when if anything was to you know shake your your own ground you're good like it shouldn't take for one person to come in and swoop you in and just make you feel like oh my god blah 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 i've never felt this before at the same time you should be setting that for yourself like what makes me happy? Well, I, I I need to go travel. I need to do this. Like mm-hmm. instead of me spending all this money on a person or me doing all these things for a person, do it for yourself. Period. Like start start that business. Do exactly what 
what you feel is your, your purpose in, in this life is at the end of the day, a person is just a person like in relationships. It's sad to say, but they come and go just like friendships. Like it takes for you to figure out what you want. So that way you can be truly happy because a person, yeah, they, I will say that they give you that, that adrenaline and that dopamine to sustain you for that moment. But mm-hmm. however, once that wears off, what you going to do? What you going to do? So yeah, you definitely okay. need to, Set the but that, but back to, to 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 the kids. I want to definitely set that bar high so that way when they find somebody, you know they they know mm-hmm. exactly what what they what they're looking for and however they're not really looking, they're also focused on you know whatever that they have going on too. Okay, and that's like oh my goodness, like when I think about plans, like plans of children and raising them to love themselves. And and, and I mean, and honestly, to, let's take it back, you know, not even the, when the child's actually there, but creating the child like, oh, my God, quick. Yeah. <laughs> um, creating the child the is a magical process. And it's like, I know for damn sure that I'm not trying to. OK, you in the zoomies. I know for damn sure I'm not trying to um, have a trauma job. Yeah. Like I'm or or or. Get like you know how some people like oh you know we had a drug night I want to be able to remember the night that I made my kid you know like and I feel like that's that's just my whole thing my own personal my only problem desire I I never want that's why I I waited so long until I got married until I I had kids Huey really but that's why I waited so long to have kids because I never wanted to have a child to be like not really have a child. Okay. Okay. Like you being extra, Huey. You being real extra. I mean, real right. extra. Do y'all see this? But like I was saying, I never wanted to have a child based off of like you know this is gonna hold us together. Like because that that's trauma. So that's why for at least for for me, I waited until I got married. So that way, that way I can come up with that perfect scenario. Okay, now we can have kids, or now mm-hmm. I can you know think about that because I personally take that seriously. Like, yeah, drop, dropping dick off, honestly, is a responsibility. Like, Thanks. at the end of the day, you 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 reckless with with that two, three years later, somebody knocking on your door saying that you owe child support. I'm not trying to be a, a statistic. Okay. And that's so crazy, too. Like, and I feel like healing the sexual practice of our people, that will start to bring more love children into this world because, again, People are creating babies, you know, no shade, like, you know, no shade, like it's a miracle. Thinking it's gonna save the relationship. But thinking that it's going to save the relationship, people are having babies when they know this isn't the right person they need to be having babies with. And so to heal that, that karmic, now I don't want to call it karmic. That's not what it is. To heal that energy at the end of the day mm-hmm. and really shift and transmute it for the better is literally teaching your children, teaching your kids how to love self, mm-hmm. to create these, you know, expectations, these standards for life, these values, these beliefs. And as they grow, as they get older, really talking about the different levels of intimacy, because at the end of the day, one one thing's for sure is as soon as kids start learning about sexual education, that's when I need to start learning about, you know, interpersonal communication in terms of intimate intimacy and pleasure and being able to communicate like, hey, uh, okay, these are my experiences and this is what I've liked so far. This is what I haven't liked so far. Um, Even like I, it's so crazy how parents love to tell their trauma stories, their trauma sex stories, like as a special. And I feel like in in 
I say this, but they it's like I know it's a testimony, especially for black girls, like for brown women, you know, the the amount of abuse that our ancestors and that our, you know, our even our mothers, our aunts and things have gone through and are still going through for mm-hmm. a lot of the collective. Um, you know, it's 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 important that we start to we got to start sharing more love stories, you know. Yes, we like we got to start sharing, especially when you know that you're. I gotta feel as though like I gotta feel like like back to what you're saying on the trauma stories. I feel like that a lot of people who have trauma stories is like a circle of testimonies, but it's still mm-hmm. it's the same trauma. thing because yeah. it's, it's like it's like yeah, you getting off your chest and like that's a powerful moment experience, not taking that away from you. However. Why do you feel as though that it has to be said every time that there's a big function mm-hmm. going around or there's a group of people? And then why is every it, time you feel the need to help? And, and or and not, to, not only that, when you backslide or when something happens to you, that's a very that's that's your coping mechanism. Well, mm-hmm. you know, blah, blah, blah. It's yeah. like no matter how long ago that is, get over it. Like, you know, like, but you, I mean, you can't, that, you can't and, use and, that as a crutch. And you life. have exactly start doing the work to transmute that energy in the space, especially if it's sexual healing that you need. You can find that healing through sexual liberation. And you have to be right. Mm. You have to recognize, like I said, what do you want out of your sex life? Like, because I like, for <laughs> example, I know someone who's sad to say their their um, parents passed away like. I would say about maybe 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And in the course of that, their, their aftermath, their parents passing away. I, I can't even say parents. I would say mom. Their mm-hmm. mom passed away. In the course of their, their mom passing away, they cheated on their spouse numerous times. Mm-hmm. They talked bad about them. And they they, they they used them. And now they're at a point of their life to where they need that spouse the most. And mm-hmm. both of their health are, are, both of their health are, de- are deteriorating because it's, their relationship was always set and based off of trauma. Like the foundation was, was, was and that's the thing. Like, sex is a life force. Your relationship in itself is life force energy. Mm-hmm. Like, to be in a relationship, regardless if it's heterosexual, homosexual, pansexual, like... there is a balance of masculine and feminine energies mm-hmm. that's that's is being expressed within the dynamic of your relationship. That is life force energy. You need you can't have one without the other mm-hmm. to exist and to create or to do anything in life. And so if you are creating when you are creating relationships, it's not if because everybody's creating some form of relationship, you have to recognize where it may not meet your expectations. Um and course correct you know like if you are a couple and you're like okay we having some issues in the bedroom like start having the conversation start opening the dialogue uh a non-judgmental non-biased space to have the conversation that needs to be had so Mm -hmm. that way you both can be liberated sexually sexually so that way you both can be healed sexually it's okay to bring toys in in a bedroom like literally like there it's okay to bring food it's okay to bring toys it's okay it brings ropes and things, whatever you desire. Oh, no, wait, wait, wait. We can bring food. I mean, I'm talking about like y'all know, like the fruits, the strawberries, and oh, the chocolates, and oh. the what type of food you talking about? I'm talking about a full course meal. We, we get it on after trying like, to eat the crab legs. I'm like, off the cat. I'm crying. I mean, ain't that, that that's exactly hey, Eddie Murphy did, did it in Listen, Paris? Whatever, whatever. You, like, you're I, pretty I, nugget, you keep I don't calling. think that's sanitary, but I mean, at the end not. of the day, you know, you are you, you have the plate? freedom. Shut up. You have the freedom to allow, especially if you're married, baby. Like you have the freedom to allow your bedroom I, to be whatever. I just you feel need like to be the heel to I, 
I just feel like what's the point of taking the plunge if you don't have fun? Like marriage is like, yes, marriage is a business. However, it's not a corporation. Is it though? And that's the thing. I, I actually, I'm, I don't even want to, I don't even like to adopt that phrase yeah, me, anymore. Me. Uh, marriage is a business. I think if anything, you know, marriage, marriage is a, in a way it's a transaction. It's an exchange. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a, a, it's a, it's a bank. Cracking up. It's a bank. It's an ex- I, bring the money. I mean, in a way, you I bring have the money. To, I swipe the card. You, you deposit in. Oh my god. Oh, you deposit, deposit and withdraw energy between each other, basically. I deposit with her from her drawers. Okay, and but, so no, but what? seriously, like it's <laughs> like married. I just look at it like even if you're not married, like if you if you feel as though like this person is in it for the long run, what are you truly hiding hiding from? I'm not saying like oh yeah, we've been together for six months. Like no, definitely. Take that slow. I'm talking about for the people who who've been been together for years. Ten uh, years. Even probably like five. I'm just or five. I mean, I'm talking. But I'm saying like people who've been together for for years that know like this is what I truly want. Like if you know that you true if you truly want to be with this person, don't settle when it comes to sex. Don't settle when it, it comes to your ha- happiness. Like honestly, what I'm saying is don't compromise and don't hold back. You know, like for people and I and I speak. I'm speaking to people who are like me. I am a person where, you know, holding back is something that I do unconsciously, not even knowing that I'm holding back until I realize it. And when I'm like, there was, okay, so this is a little, okay, you know, I'm going to save that for the Patreon. I'm going to hold that because we still recording for this podcast, but I'm, I got a story for the Patreon after these, (laughs) after this, yeah, after this, after I got something for the live stream. Um, but to wrap up, hold on, wait, 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 wait. Sorry, y'all. You know, y'all didn't subscribe to the Patreon. Okay. Okay, Like I want to wrap up for those who are tuning in on the podcast. If you, when you're listening to this, um, I really encourage you to start to identify what you desire in your sexual life. Um, and when you desire, when you recognize where you're holding back yourself, you'll start to open up to receive those things. And when you open up to re- oh my God, when you open up to receive those things, um, you'll start to see a lot of stuff shift and change in your life. So um, we're going to wrap up for the episode um, for this episode on the podcast. If you are listening to this and you want the extended version, definitely make sure you guys join the Patreon. Um, all that information is in the description box and link to our anchor.fm profile. So thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. Patreon, make sure y'all keep on. Y'all stay 